Alright, today's episode of Content Academy is brought to you by, um... The Boys. Nobody. The Boys. Not, not the show The Boys, just us. No. Um, so, this episode's a little bit different. Uh, Georgia's not here. We don't know where she is. She is on assignment, presumably. Okay, yeah, she's on assignment. Um... She's typically the one who does, um... She kind of is the liaison to the sponsors. She does a lot, yeah. The sponsors and a lot. So, where have we been? So, we haven't uploaded in a while. And this is because we were, um, skiing. A lot of skiing. Going yeah, on. we've been doing ski a lot trip. of skiing. What's that, Riley? Ski trip. We went on a ski trip for three weeks. Mm-hmm. It was really cool, you know. With this summer, kind of made us think. I want to ski. Because the the ski season is just starting in Australia right now. It actually is. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but there's actually they actually. There's a big ski scene in Australia. Yeah, huge. Because, I mean, when you think about the outback, you only think about it during the summer, right? Right. During the winter, you can you can start to see how many skiers that would attract. A lot of people don't know this, but on, top, on the very top of Ayers Rock, it's all snow. Yeah. Huh. So... See, that's I think that's what a lot of people think. Common misconception. Yeah, just Australia in our common perception, we just think of it during the summer. Just kind of like kind of like how when you think of the sun. Okay, think of the sun. All right. Got it. It's wearing sunglasses more likely than not, right? Right. Pretty big sunglasses. See that? Yeah, pretty big. That they would have to be pretty big sunglasses. And in you're right. the morning, when it is just rising, it is wearing a little sleepy cap. Yeah, exactly. That so, it takes off. Yeah. And, puts the sunglasses on. and the moon like has a clock out card. Yeah. And then the sun. <laughs> Pushing out, like, pushing in, yeah. and they kind of like <laughs> yeah. drop their hat to each other. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the um. It really is a harmful misconception. Yeah. To Australians. Yeah, it they really like is. Skiing too. Yeah, the Australians they love skiing. Well, we would know because that's where we among some of the other places that we went skiing. Yeah. We went there. Of course, most of it is pretty. Most of the outback is pretty flat, so um, it's kind of the green triangle level. Most of it. Yeah. Of the skiing, so the skiing. For the layperson, ski um, slopes, we call them slopes, but they're actually like parts, you know, Gentle parts of the mountain. Slides. Yeah, that you s- ski down, but us skiers, we call them slopes. Yeah. They have different difficulty levels. Funny slope. Yeah. So there's, the, yeah, there's, and it goes all the way up to double or triple black diamond. So, yeah. I wouldn't say we're that brave, but, you know, we got up to a pretty. Some I could pretty... maybe do a half diamond on a good day. I could do a half diamond on a good day. Yeah, I could maybe do a half dimey. Um, 
That's what we call it. Yeah, we for the layperson, so half dimey is short for half diamond. Yeah, we used to some ski lingo. Yeah, we probably should try and stay away from the ski lingo on this yeah, podcast. Half diamond, so. I mean skiing a full diamond but bailing out halfway. Yeah, you can't like make a half and calling for like a guy on the uh, yeah um, snowmobile to pick me up. Yeah. And please take me the rest of the way so I can get my hot cocoa. <laughs> <at the lodge. laughs> yeah. Some I think something that scares off a lot of people is the ski lifts. Um, so scary. Just completely like Terrifying. unadulterated danger right there. There's no seat belts or anything. They don't have seat belts, bro. Yeah, just kind of the stuff that the li- people aren't used to, but as skiers, we are. It's pretty commonplace for us. So, anyway, all that aside, we miss you, Georgia. Please come back. And yeah, so um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about something pretty interesting uh, here in a little bit. But first, I think Josh has some headlines for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've been out obviously for three weeks now. Something like that. A lot has been going on. Yeah, lots been going on. Uh, lots to catch up on. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Let's crack open these headlines. First up, the nation's baby formula shortage continues oh. with help pouring in from around the globe as other countries donate formula. For more on this crisis, we spoke to a baby who had this to say. Gaga goo goo, me hungry for milky. <laughs> It's tricky, yeah. because, I mean, it's all about the demand for uh-huh. the product, and babies, babies are, are awfully good at demanding, so yeah. <laughs> all they do is demand, all really, when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Why is there a shortage? Is there just, there are just so many babies? Uh, uh, there's a few reasons, so basically, a lot of formula is... Um, subsidized with a, a system similar to food stamps. I see. Um, and the way they do that is one company in each state basically wins the contract to sell all of the essentially food stamp okay. formula. And so that means that, well, if you lose the contract to do that, all that formula for the government, mm-hmm. then you really don't have much of an incentive to distribute your formula in that state. Yeah. The one, the company who won it is going to do it. So that I means see. our distribution is all fucked up in yeah. certain states because they're just not enough. If like, if one company, if the company that has the contract for it, um, has like a wrinkle in their supply or like, like one of them, one of the companies had a plant shut down mm-hmm. because it was like, some of the formula was contaminated, which that's the problem too. Like they have been super lax uh-huh. on inspecting all that stuff. Yada yada yada. It's just all kind of a mess. Yeah, we I need, see. We need to not have the. We need to have the companies actually compete, and not just have uh-huh. a, a monopoly for each state. Yeah. So what are you? What are each of you doing to help relieve this baby formula crisis? Well, I've cut down on my formula consumption. Massively. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not brave enough for that. How about you, Riley? Um, I've completely cut it out. <laughs> yeah. oh, good for you. You've gone cold turkey on baby formula. <laughs> it's it's pretty it's been tough. It's been tough, Riley. Yeah. 
have now you results. you like to you don't you take the formula just as the powder you straight. don't mix it take in. it straight as the powder yeah you just have the spoonfuls of it right <laughs> yeah. yeah okay yeah moving on uh the russian invasion of ukraine has now lasted over 100 days i think we're on like day 102 yeah as of this recording with Russian forces still making slow progress, and I'm thinking of invading my pantry for some Snyder's of Hanover pickle pieces. <laughs> honey mussy flavor, of course. Honey, mu honey mustard. Honey mussy. Gotta get the gotta get those Snydies. Get those things away from me. You know, I mean, we all know why they're called Snyder's of Hanover, right? I don't. Because when you see them, when you get them out of the pantry. What do you say? Hand them over. Hand them over. <laughs> I like the honey mustard, but I like the buffalo flavor when I feel like getting residue on my hands. There's residue on the honey mustard. Oh, is there? I guess it's been. I guess it's and been. And really, like too I like. I do like them, but I can yeah. really only have like five or six pieces. It's a lot of flavor. It's a lot. <laughs> They really, if they could do like a halfy on the honey mustard flavor, I think <laughs> yeah. that would be good. Cause the, or even do an unflavored, because the pretzels taste good themselves, I feel like. Good. Yeah. Or maybe salt, or sea salt and vinegar would be good. Something. Yeah. I feel like they could have more than two. Well, isn't there like a cheese one? Is maybe there a, a third cheddar. flavor? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe a cheddar ranch. Yeah, that'd be good. Or like a. a uh, chive and oh that would be good you don't see many things that are that only have two flavors and neither of them yeah. are the default one yeah yeah next up queen elizabeth ii celebrated her 70th year on the throne over the weekend making her one of the longest reigning monarchs in recorded history behind wow. only louis the 14th of france rama the ninth of thailand and Isrock the second mole king of the deep caverns. <laughs> yeah. We don't talk about the mole. How long has he been in power? I think Too it's long. about 870 wow. years. Wow. Wow. He's getting close. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. She's edging Only up on second place there. Years. Yeah. See, the thing is, his reign, he is still reigning. Yeah. So he would have oh. to die before she even yeah. starts to catch up. Yeah, and mole people don't realize. Well, yeah. First of all, e each year Queen Elizabeth gains on him, he also is alive for another year. So, right. Right. Um, it's like two perfectly paced cars on the NASCAR track. <laughs> uh, mole people don't. They live very long lives. Very. So, I don't really know what her strategy is, but. Uh, you know, um, do lots of cardio. Yeah. Eat a lot of, uh, <laughs> have foods. a lot of fish oil. Fish oil, yeah. I think will help. Yeah. Yeah, she, and she's... adrenochrome. Yeah. She'd better figure something out, though. In some Morbius news... Oh, uh, my gosh. Hey. ...continued spread <laughs> of Morbius memes on social media... Sony re-released the film in 1,000 theaters in the U.S. Did you guys hear about that? <coughs> yeah. 
But despite the buzz, audiences seem to think Morbid Time is over, as T Friday's screenings only grossed $85,000, bringing the domestic total to 73.4. Wow. Dang. That's so crazy. <laughs> I don't really have a, a punchline there. That's <laughs> what, I just think that's funny. Like, yeah, it's funny by itself. It's like, oh, oh they're, they're, they're obsessed with Morbius. Yeah. Everyone, is, everyone loves Morbius. Yeah, we exactly. we release it. Maybe we can get kind of a... A phenomenon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No one saw. That's it. like an average of eighty dollars per theater that it played on. Yeah, it's like nothing. That's a good point. And movie <laughs> tickets are million. over ten dollars per person these days. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't even hear about it. If I did hear about it, I would not have gone though. <laughs> I would have gone. You would have gone. Yeah. Riley and I did see it. Yeah. Uh, I think once in theaters was enough for me. Yeah, that was enough. I think to play devil's advocate here, surely they were hoping for some kind of like um like you know how people see like cult classic movies when they come back to theaters? Mhm. Mm but it's like it doesn't matter that it's if it's like a good movie or anything, they just see it because it's like a cult classic movie. Surely they were thinking of something like that, right? Like, people would just see it because it's Morbius, not be because they really like it. I think they are a bit too soon to do the whole to do oh, the yeah. irony thing. Yeah. Like, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe in eight to ten years. <clears throat> yeah. They were just marketing the movie based on how cool and good it was. Right. Yeah. Were there any, like trailers or commercials about this like i not that i saw yeah it's like the um the and new like I, it whatever it, comes back it, it wasn't screening at the theater that i go to oh yeah i don't know if it was screening at that's the pretty theater. limited if it's like a thousand theaters or whatever yeah only a thousand isn't that many it yeah. may have just been in like certain markets too i mean there are probably over a thousand theaters just in missouri <laughs> Yeah, probably. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, NASA announced they are developing a probe to fly into the atmosphere of Venus in the year 2031. Whoa. What do they expect to find on the second planet from the sun? One NASA scientist had this to say. Well, I'm missing my TV remote, and I've looked pretty much everywhere else. <laughs> So, <laughs> so he's gonna wait close to ten years. <laughs> Once you've eliminated the possible, yeah, this is Sherlock, right? Yeah, that's All true. All that remains is that it's on Venus. That's true. Yeah. Ten years of acid like rain that. later. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to find... Yeah, that's find... a good point. If it is on Venus, it's probably destroyed by... Yeah. By now. He's going to have to use the buttons on the TV. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. He's going to have to resort to using the buttons on the side of the TV. Oh. They're, like, unlabeled, or if they are labeled, you can't even, like, crane your neck around to see what they say. Yeah. The vest is... One of us had a TV where it was, like, one button... And yeah. you could do different functionalities based on, like, long or short presses. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Samsung TVs have like it's like a joystick button. Oh yeah, there's that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever happened to just the TVs just on the like the the front of the bottom of the of the TV, like the buttons on the front of the bottom yeah. of the TV. That works. I mean, it already has a space where it says like Samsung or whatever. Yeah. You could put a, th- a few buttons on there. Mm-hmm. Man. That's yeah. it for the news. I love that. Good job, Josh. Nice. <clears throat> All right. So recently for quite some time now, we've been talking about, um, kind of different apocalyptic scenarios so we talked about uh, what happened to the dinosaurs um, for them that was kind of like their y2k yeah when you think about it like it was like asteroid 2k or something but yeah. they couldn't fix it in time they may have tried um we can ass- we should assume that we should tried. assume in good faith that they tried <laughs> they had Dinosaur re- researchers yeah. and scientists working hard, like <laughs> like a T Rex with glasses on or something on a clipboard, <laughs> yeah. like a tiny little Erlenmeyer flask. In his- yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure something out. Um, maybe like you know the Mosasaurus, Mosasaur, is that the fish one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the water one. Maybe he could like jump out of the ocean and swallow the asteroid. <laughs> Maybe they thought of that. That'd be pretty nice. Though. Yeah, like yeah, like some kind of some kind of. Well, he could survive. I mean, it would just be lunch for him. Now is he technically a dinosaur? He's he actually not. Fishy? He's actually not, and also, um, like Dimetrodon isn't is technically a mammal or something. And of course, the pterodactyls aren't even dinosaurs. What is it? Technically, they're like. They they're like oh they're not dinosaurs oh what are they oh they're synapsids they're, oh, and they're like what is that they're what saurischians oh yeah saurischians it's like their own thing theropods or something yeah the two legged ones and four legged ones yeah it's like oh it did it's not technically a dinosaur because it doesn't its scales aren't at like a thirty five degree angle or whatever. <laughs> it's like if it roars and well first of all yes i can call it whatever i want but second of all if something's a dinosaur we'll know that it's a dinosaur it doesn't have to be technically something yeah like are they trying to figure out as we speak a way to tell us that a t-rex isn't a dinosaur technically <laughs> i mean probably too small not a dino. <laughs> yeah probably there's so many, like, messed up things about dinosaurs, like how, which dinosaur, like, didn't actually exist, but they just accidentally combined more than one there together. Was, well, I think there was a, there was a kind of a mix-up with the brontosaurus and the apatosaurus. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah. like, actually, actually, the brontosaurus was just an apatosaurus, but now yeah. I think they're back to, yes, brontosaurus oh, really? did exist. Back and forth. Yeah. Um, did you, were you the one who watched the, uh, like, David Attenborough, the new dinosaur thing? Yeah, I've watched quite a few of them. Is that good? Is that any good? The new one. The new one is good. Yeah. Is it, it's, like, realistic, right? Pretty, it's pretty realistic. Yeah. yeah. 
So do you actually feel like, oh, this is what could have it could have looked like back then? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's a lot of it is still guessing, I'm sure. But yeah. they did do one like they had this one little Compsignathus looking mm-hmm. dinosaur that lives in a desert, and for it, its design, they had its head kind of look like a barn owl with like the white feathers. Oh, interesting. Eyes. Yeah, I thought that was a neat concept. Interesting. So, what is that on? Uh, Apple TV. Oh, okay. I'll just check it out. <coughs> so, this what we're gonna talk about today is sort of related to that. Um, I'm sure. Most everybody has heard, um, most every culture or religion has some kind of story about, oh, the, this whole or earth, the whole planet or a large majority of it is going to be flooded with water. And yes. so some character has to do something to survive and... Presumably, we're here today because of that guy. Yeah. Um. So. Wanted to like dive down real deep and like pulled out the the plug. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. To lower the water. Yeah. Exactly. So. That's kind of my flood myth. Your head cannon flood myth. My personal giant bathtub plug. So the whole earth floods, and you have to swim all the way to the bottom and pull the plug out. Yes. And then it kind of drains, making that. The draining, mm-hmm. like, bathtub noise. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I believe that will happen one day. I will have to yeah. do that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Where's... Uh-huh. Yeah, where's the plug? I'm not telling you. Okay. okay. Josh wants to be the guy. Yeah, I want to be the guy. I yeah. I know like where on it is. Spy Kids 3. It's the guy. <laughs> hey. Um. So, anyway... um. Most of us think about uh, Noah's Ark when we think about this. Mm-hmm. Now, um, this story is from a book called The Bible that you may have heard of. Um, and according to the story, this guy named Noah, with the help of his family, a lot of people forget that his family was part of it too. Um, yep. There were like four other people, I think, built a giant boat. Uh, called an ark for some reason. Um, a boat. Yeah, Noah's boat. Uh, so that he could keep his family and one pair of each living animal species safe from this flood that was about to engulf the entire world in water. And he does this because in the Bible, the go- um, God tells him to do it. So... I mean, a lot of the Bible, I think, can be summed up by God telling random people to do things. Yeah. So this is just another, like, example of that. What's that, Riley? Well, I mean, it was in Noah's best interest in this case, too. That's true. Yeah. Noah, what? <laughs> it wasn't like yeah. Abraham. Okay. Sacrifice your son. Yeah. But I don't want to. Yeah. This was like, Noah, listen. Water's coming. Yeah. Better start building that boat. Yeah. And Noah's being like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's true. It, it, was in his, it was in his best interest. <laughs> and this time, presumably, God did not take the form of a burning bush to tell somebody something. <laughs> so maybe he 
he decided to be more straight and to the point. I think he was he was like still beta testing the whole bush. Yeah, probably. Business. He was like, "I'll try it. We'll try it out." Um, but the 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 cool thing about this story is that um, Noah actually had like almost a hundred years in advance before the flood was gonna happen, and I want you to imagine like if somebody told you you had to do something by 100 years when would you do that <laughs> when would you start when would okay. you start i would at least Year wait 99 years i mean even if even if the task was building such a huge structure i feel like i would wait at least 50 years yeah you gotta kind of let the ideas germinate yeah. <laughs> i'm Although just think... si- sitting at my computer <laughs> You gotta like be looking at pictures of boats. <coughs> yeah. Put yeah. together like a inspiration board. Yep. The vision Although, board. Actually, if you read um, Genesis, there the instructions for the boat are pretty clear. God yeah. It's like it has to be this long on this side. Yeah. This tall. Yeah. I want you to keep that in mind. Yes. Just put a pin it, in it. Put a pin in it. Even if you still, even if I still had specific instructions, I st- I would still wait. Yeah. A long time. Well, that gives you more leeway. Yeah, exactly. Like, I estimate this is going to take me about, I don't know, three months right. to do this exact instructions. So, um, uh, so there are a number of reasons why this story isn't at all realistic. Um, you could make some arguments, as many people do, that it's meant to be taken non-literally, but whoever wrote this story... We still don't know. Maybe it was Noah himself. Um, wanted you to know physically how many cubits wide the ship would be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't even know what a cubit is, but that seems pretty literal. This long. This is elbow to fingertip. Oh, really? Cubit. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I did not. I didn't know it. So, cub- can, Before we move on from Noah, can sure. I just say real quick? Like, yeah. Um, one time I stumped my um uh, bible school teacher by uh-huh. uh by revealing that noah was in fact a prophet he's not considered a prophet really oh yeah by biblical scott one of the prophets uh-huh but god spoke to him about something that would happen oh in the future. that's true so wow i guess if you want to be technical like he didn't like go around spreading the word about yeah. it but that yeah. was the whole point was that he couldn't do that because everyone else was supposed to die. So yeah, I hmm. consider Noah to be a prophet. Yes. But anyway, continue. That's pretty epic, Josh. It was an epic own. So <laughs> your teacher was saying, "There's no way Noah's a prophet," and you said, "Well, well the, I think actually... the question was like, okay, name some prophets." Oh, and you and named like, you said Noah. Noah. Yeah, and he's like, "Wrong." Noah was a prophet. <laughs> so actually Noah was a prophet and Noah was technically actually not a dinosaur because his bones were too small. Yeah. <laughs> so um first of all Noah didn't really have much to worry about as there isn't even enough water on the earth and in the atmosphere to cover all of the land on earth. Yeah. Um obviously. S- Come on Noah. <laughs> So, yeah, 
that's just common knowledge. Um, so this task would have been more monumental than building the Great Pyramids of Giza, which took hundreds of years and 10,000 slaves. <laughs> Why um, would it have been more, more harder than building a pyramid? Because it is supposed to be bigger than this pyramid, and it's also made out of Wait, wood. Really? Actually, no, I don't know if it's bigger than all the pyramids combined, but it's... Let me let me find an exact measurement. Okay. Imagine getting two of every animal. Or I can look at that while you... Okay. Continue. Find an exact measurement. Not in none of this cubits. I want metric system. <clears throat> but also, I'm glad that you raised that question because a lot of people don't think about um, exactly uh, how monumental and intricate of a task this would be because they just think, oh... He just had to build a really big boat. But this article on The Guardian is saying that it is about half the length of the Titanic. Oh, okay. And about the same width and height. Okay, that's interesting. So building the Titanic out of wood. Easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem too crazy, right? <laughs> so a lot of animals have travel requirements. Um you couldn't simply take all whatever three and a half million species of animals or total animals that you would have needed on the ark and just put them in like equal size uh, enclosures within the boat. Yeah. Um, and you can walk through a zoo and just see the different requirements that each animal needs. And. Um, they gotta be in there for 40 freaking days yeah it's somewhere between 40 days and um however long you they were actually supposed to be on that boat i don't know if it was exactly was it 40 days or is that just how long the flood lasted i think they i think in the bible it says 40 days and 40 nights but yeah. I, i'd also think i remember reading somewhere that like when the bible says 40 days that just means like a long time oh yeah not necessarily exactly yeah 40 days yeah so i'm not sure so we don't know exactly that's interesting um so this boat that was about half the size of t the titanic um would have had to fit um two of every species of animal presumably like what's up right like eight million species yeah that's a lot um and also and dinosaurs yeah there might have been dinosaurs on there also back then there were more species of animals than there are today um, oh, that's a good point <laughs> presumably <laughs> presumably um plants would have had to been preserved and fungi and insects as well what about fish How do you fish? fish fish can fend for themselves and the birds can <laughs> fend like, for hey, themselves this is kind of more, more yeah. here. fish are like this is better hey, yeah Noah uh, stored enough food on the boat to feed all these animals for 40 days or however long they stayed on there, keeping in mind that an elephant can eat up to 400 pounds of food a day. This would be a lot of space <laughs> and weight solely devoted to food storage. 16,000 pounds right out. Yeah, for, for one elephant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this, so 32,000. Yeah. <laughs> so this boat also had, like, hippos yep. and rhinos uh giraffes lions all living together and i guess not eating each other too i don't know maybe there was a little bit of eating each other allowed on the boat kind of as a treat <laughs> i think <laughs> that's it also say that like 
okay, cows bring a dozen of those. Oh yeah. It's like more sheep per take a handful. Yeah, sheep you you'll definitely need a handful of sheep. I think it was like certain <clears throat> more common yeah. animals. And it was like clean and unclean animals, whatever that means. Yeah. I would hope they're all they clean. Anything with a cloven hoof, like a pig. I see. Okay. That's a or a camel. Can't do yeah. <laughs> so I feel bad for Noah as shellfish. No way. Siri is talking to me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> was that Siri? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I activated my Siri somehow. Um. So I feel bad. I feel bad for Noah because part of this plan requires keeping over two million species of insects on the boat, including oh ma including oh. many who are parasitic or spread deadly diseases. <laughs> um, it's also worth uh. noting that scientists estimate we only know about two percent of all parasitic worms that are out there. Oh God! So there, there was an entire section of the boat devoted. Two parasitic worms, likely. Maybe just plague deck. Yeah, the plague. What's that, Rye? You just locked that part up. Yeah, and I mean, termites weren't specified to have been left out. Um, <laughs> I think in like classic Bible stories, mm -hmm. when like they're he's gathering all the animals, they just kind of come to him. Yeah. But I always wondered, like, okay, penguins. Hey, yeah. Game plan? How did they get there? <laughs> Polar bears. Yeah. Like, they would have been swimming for a while, and then by the time they get there, the Actually, boat would have you know, left. They just, they just ride a little floating iceberg. Oh, that's true. I'm yeah. Dumb. Yeah, that's true. So we talked about fish earlier. Um, with the entire earth covered in water, salt and freshwater fix, fish would mix together. Meaning oh, that a large majority either. of them would die. So the assumption is that as long as a fish is wet, it's fine. All freshwater but, fish, gone. Yeah. But um, fish require special environments to live in, just like other animals. They can't just live in any kind of water. Yeah. Um, rats and mice breed very quickly, leading to a pretty scary amount of exponential growth in 40 days. <laughs> Or however long they stayed. Also, rats have to, like, constantly chew on things to keep their teeth, like, right. sharp or whatever. They can so, swim for a while, though, so I think they're good. That's true, Excellent yeah. Swimmers. That's I true. I think ducks are good, too, because they're all-terrain. Yeah. Ducks are all-terrain. You're right, Riley. Yeah, birds, and they, geese. Can, they can just kind of float. Yeah, birds can float or fly. Yeah. Fish can fend for themselves. Um... They can die for all I care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> dolphins, sorry, you're on the boat. Not a fish. Yeah, dolphins are mammals, so they would have had to have a room on the boat too. That's true. Water. Yeah. So already we have a couple reasons why this boat would have holes in it. Um, termites. Yeah, termites. Yeah, you got termites on the boat. Yeah. That's why it would have holes in it. Yeah, and boats aren't very good at floating when they have holes in them. Um, animals with hooves actually get infections from standing on wooden floors. That's why really? in zoos, the floor is always something else or covered with sand. So for the giraffes, Noah would have had to shovel a bunch of sand into their yeah. 
enclosure. Yeah. Um, many animals need more than a single pair to reproduce. For example, it would have been hard for bees uh, to reproduce. Um, in order to complete such a project, Noah would have needed a thorough education in naval architecture and in fields that would not arise for thousands of years, such as physics, calculus, mechanics, and structural analysis. And he's got um, the instructions to build it. That's true. Well, he has dimensions. And he was told that it was supposed to be made out of gopher wood, whatever that is. That's right, gopher so, wood. <laughs> yeah. Um, Noah's knowledge of naval engineering didn't seem to carry on uh, as seafarers after his time seemed to return to hollowed out logs <laughs> and rafts. I, wouldn't it have been better to just like instead of one big boat, just build like a uh, a care like a huge fleet of boats? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, because then you could have like the the uh, African savanna boat, right? Like different biomes or something. Or he really could have built like an underwater base or something. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Or like done all this in a cave instead but yeah find one of those caves where there's an air bubble in it yeah that's a good idea you should have done that um there was uh no technology back then to steam heat wooden planks into curved shapes mm. and so when you so think it was just a box yeah it's was, it was a <laughs> box of loaded so when you think about like I think kind of like a, I mean, there's this classic image of what Noah's Ark looks like, uh, like the kind that dad made for you when you were a little Josh. Right. It's got right. like a little like house roof on the top. You gotta have a little house roof. And then like, it's kind of curved like a Viking or pirate ship, I guess. Mm -hmm. But back then there was no technology to uh, bend planks like we do today. Um, so it's unclear how that happened. Of course, a lot of people would probably say it was magic. Yeah, the classic Noah, Noah's Ark has, like, the curved hull. Yeah. Yeah, the curved hull. Um, naval technology turned to iron and steel in the 1800s because there is actually an upper limit on how big wooden ships can be built. Like, oh, yeah, you sense. could build the Titanic out of wood, but would it be seaworthy? Um, and also over the whatever hundred or hundred or so years that it took to build this, this wood would be constantly rotting. <laughs> so yeah. we kind of have a ship of thesis thing going on there. Um, <clears throat> replacing planks over and over again. Yeah. Um, we didn't discuss how realistic any of the stories of Greek roman or egyptian mythology were so we shouldn't expect any really level of realism here um but because of the way this story was written uh the authors of this story could have easily wrote a fun little parable but instead they opted to at least try and inject some realism into the story um and it's unclear to me 
if this story isn't taken as a little account of whatever happened back then, what is it supposed to mean? What is this a metaphor about? Don't piss off God. It's... Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it right there. He will straight up murder everyone. Yeah. Murder, except for one family. Yeah. One based family. <laughs> um... This story could have included details that all the animals got along together because of magic, um, which maybe it did. I don't know. I think that's kind of con it's kind of assumed. Yeah, that's, that's like, assumed. Oh, the animals know not to fight each other because we're on God's Noah boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, God's Noah boat. Or it could have the story could have um, uh, mentioned that God magically spawned in a wooden plank steamer. So that Noah could build the ship. Well, it was a creative server. Yeah, it was a creative server. <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but Earth was a creative server back then. Yeah, but uh, now it's now it's a survival mode. Yeah, exactly. That's really what changed. <laughs> but the story instead insists that um, the ship was God, made. God switched it to survival mode. Started just spawning in infinite water. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um. The story specifies that it's the ship is made out of gopher wood, whatever that is, and it was exactly these dimensions big. So, this to me invites scrutiny. Um, gopher would what? <laughs> what would, what would a, a gopher, gopher do? do? Yeah. What even is gopher wood? How do the gophers on the boat feel about the boat being made out of their brethren? <laughs> How many, how many gophers do you have to kill to get one plank of gophers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's the yeah. drop rate on that? What's the drop rate? Noah has blood on his hands. <laughs> so, yeah, were there supposed to be... I mean, according to... I guess the Bible has dinosaurs in it, in part of it, right? Um, well, they mentioned, like, the Leviathan. Yeah. And, like, the beasts. Yeah. So presumably, um, dinosaurs would have to have been on the boat, um, and just like how at zoos, monkey enclosures need tamper-proof locks, which Noah would have had to also design. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was reading the other day about, like, um, we really don't know what it would take to effectively... Uh, prevent a gorilla from escaping an enclosure. Oh, yeah. Like, it's really hard to test just how strong they are. Oh, yeah. Just, like, put a, put a gorilla in a... Like, give him some free weights and say, okay, how much can you bench press? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so, interesting, like, It's kind yeah. of just assumed... Zookeepers kind of just assume that gorillas can... Es they can escape whenever they want, if they want to. Wow. So you kind of just have to like make it worth their while to stay and like. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> that's very interesting. It's so strange that gorillas are just so strong by default. Like they don't have to exercise or anything. Well, they don't have the fast twitch muscle fibers. That oh, they, they don't. They have the. They have different type of muscle where they they can't like. Oh. They wouldn't be able to like pick up a pen and. They oh, wouldn't be able to, like, solve a Rubik's Cube, I that see. kind of thing. So, trade-offs. They can do smashy-smashy. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, because gorillas are just jacked. 
from birth. They are incredibly jacked. <laughs> Presumably. Yeah. Like, what are the upper limits of um, what we predict a silverback can deadlift? Like, thousands of pounds. Really? Well, no. Uh, for deadlift, I don't know. I think for, Bench like, press, thousands bench of pounds. Pressing, no, I think bench pressing, they said, like, 1,400 pounds or something. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. That makes me feel pretty silly about my 140 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you actually do 140? That's kind of a lot. Um, I mean, plate on each 35 side. plates. 235 plates is set like 70. 115 total. And then the bar, yeah, bar is, is like... Oh, the bar is 45. And then two two thirty fives is one fifteen. Yeah, I I I typically don't try and max out. I try and yeah. Um, I go for slow reps. Right. Slow and methodical negatives. So, yeah, exactly. Um, and I also really work on gripping the bar too. So. Yeah. If I if I do the suicide grip, yes. (laughs) <laughs> I even do the suicide grip on the Smith machine. Because <laughs> I think it's cooler. Riley, do you know what anyway. the suicide grip is? No. You just don't use your thumb. So you, you like, don't wrap your thumb yeah, around Josh the back? Yeah, Josh can show us, yeah. Yeah. It's like, so, like, instead of going like this, you go like this around it? It's idiotic. Presumably because if it falls... It no benefit. I don't know, yeah. It's yeah, presumably it falls, called that. Yeah, but that's not suicide <laughs> at that point. That's technically manslaughter. But anyway, <laughs> manslaughter grip. Yeah. But anyway, um, also with the gorilla thing, that's something else that Noah would have had to factor in. Um, right. The the gorillas can leave the ark whenever they want to. I Technically, think I also read that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can just walk out whenever they want. <laughs> I think I've read somewhere that like the theory for how the animals would like just vibe on the ark would be they kind of just all hibernate. Oh yeah, makes sense. That is one yeah the- theological theory. Yeah, there are some that. crazy theories um um that have like that... God would just be like okay sleepy time. Yeah exactly. <laughs> Rock Gorilla. <laughs> there are some crazy theories um, invented by people who insist upon taking this story literally. Um, yeah. Like, I read that before this story, it had never rained before. And so oh. all the rain was in the atmosphere. And so it rained for the first time. And all the water came out of the atmosphere and it covered messed up. the earth. Yeah. Seeing it rain for the first time. Yeah, that'd be scary. <laughs> yeah. But also, how did plants survive? So. You'd be like, oh, this is like that one time where I like threw a bucket of water up in the air and it came down. Yeah. But exactly. it's everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There else a lot of people just assume that the plants would be okay with like being under the ocean for forty days, <laughs> and like once yeah. the. I mean, where did the flood go in the first place? I guess. Um, 
But once the flood, yeah, after somebody pulls the plug, the plants would just spring right back up or something. So, anyway, that's what I've got. We'll have to hear George's thoughts on this because I think that she would have a lot to say on the topic. Yeah, she probably would have had some input there. Maybe she's, she is like a strict literal interpretation of the story person so she can give us some some back and forth debating she, is, uh, she well as we all know she is a young earth creationist yeah exactly believes the earth is around four thousand years old yeah yeah so we'll have to see her if we can get her to listen to an episode <laughs> um uh we'll just see her thoughts on it but that's what i got for today sweet that was very entertaining that's good i hadn't thought awesome, about all those you. Yeah, there's a lot, and even more, that um, isn't, like, thought about, I guess, but... Loopholes. So yeah. do you think if the, if the world flooded now, mm -hmm. and we, as, like, as a species of humans, we were just like, okay, we're gonna choose one family, mm -hmm. vote for them, and save as many animals as we can, mm -hmm. how do you think we would do? Hmm. Well, if we had the hundred year like, you had a hundred year yeah timeline, we could definitely figure something out. I mean, I think I, we could make boats pretty big. You could, I, I mean, I think you could save a lot of people. Yeah, exactly, and animals. Animals, yeah. not so sure. We could save the necessary we animals. We could save some animals. Yeah. Not every species. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good priority. I guess if we're talking a hundred years. You, we would just do underwater faces. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It would be more... Yeah. We would do boats, too, but we would have some underwater faces. Yeah, and I think it would be pretty cool. Um, uh, it depends on if we would have, like, the... the intense difficulty restrictions placed upon by Noah, like the wood. Yeah. It has to be yeah. made out of gopher wood. First, <laughs> we would have to... As a society, figure out what gopher wood is, yeah, and then build, figure out how to build a boat the size of the Titanic Maybe with it. Maybe gopher wood is just like the ancient uh, uh, Hebrew uh, term for carbon fiber. Oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Hey, yeah. Now you're thinking, or maybe gopher wood in biblical terms just means a lot of wood. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> means a big amount of wood. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, like, given that challenge, we could, I mean, think about what technology was like 100 years ago. People are pretty smart. We can accomplish a lot. Um, I, so I think by 100 years, we could, like, simply just find a way to upload ourselves to, like, an underwater server bank. Or, like, a server. Yeah. We would have a different, a few different options. No, Mars would flood, too. That's part All of the those. planets. <laughs> All planets are yeah. flooded. The whole galaxy. You can't go to another planet. Yeah. Yeah. We could just set up like a, um, like an Intel server bank on a space satellite and upload ourselves yeah. there. Then we wouldn't have to worry about it. Then we could have like Minecraft world and Batman world and like right. you could ride the Back to the Future car and everything. Are, um, are spaceships considered air? They're considered aircraft not uh oh. ships, aren't they that's interesting yeah i think sometimes there there will be a scenario where they're like oh 
the ISS falls under maritime law or something. Right. So I think there's something there. I think there's something there. Maybe Noah built a spaceship instead. Now it had I to. I wasn't thinking that. But... <laughs> what were you thinking? I was just wondering if, like, like if we decided to go to space instead. Oh yeah. Would that be a boat? Yeah. I mean, you could still call it an ark. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds cool. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I think we could do like a a Wally type scenario. Yeah. Is what would happen. Where we're all fat as shit. Yeah, we're all really fat and like drinking Slurpees constantly. Um, but I think that with like all the all the water flooding the Earth, coming from who knows where, because it's not all here. Um, Someone left the sink. Yeah, someone say someone left the sink Water on. Water coming out of her, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, one of the things I read mentioned that the water came from the heavens, so that's where I it came from. It came from the heavens, and then it came from like the the deeps, like the the depths of the earth too, or something. Yeah. Okay. So you can make up for the lack of water pretty easily. Yeah. If you just start making stuff up. <laughs> so, I think people would realize that. It's not worth, like, staying on a boat on the Earth because it's just going to be water world forever. So mm-hmm. we would have, like, a wally type scenario and find a different, like, one of the planets NASA points out constantly as being somewhat like Earth. Yeah. <clears throat> and we would bring B or something, yeah. Hey, scientists, give it a better name. <laughs> if you want me to go there, give it a call better it, name. That doesn't yeah, include numbers. It, like, cool world. Yeah, yeah. Or there's no Earth two yet. That seems like low hanging fruit. In um or or like uh in Titan A E, they get to the 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 Earth like planet, and uh, Matt Damon's character is like, we call name this planet Bob. Oh yeah, that's funny. Classic. Yeah, I like that. Um. So. Yeah. Um. I think that we would bring dogs and cats, definitely, but apart from that, I don't think it's looking good for most. No wasps. Yeah, definitely Please, no wasps. Leave the wasps behind. They can drown. Maybe, like, a few species of parasitic worms. Shit. Yeah. They just want to hurt. <laughs> yeah. A few. Okay, you can get a few <laughs> species of... Uh... Yeah. Maybe, like, some of the dogs or cats would... I mean, I'm sure they would bring a lot of parasitic worms simply by accident. Yeah. So they would be preserved. Um, this? No fleas, please. Yeah, don't bring any fleas. What else could they... I think that would be a good time to switch to, like, only lab-grown meat so we wouldn't have to, like, take care yeah. of the cows on they the ark. have to bring lice onto the ark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what else would you really have to bring? Yeah. What about, like, plankton? Ooh, plankton, yeah. They're in the ocean. That's, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be plankton world down there. Yeah. They're having a great time. Yeah. Goldfish, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Get pretty big. Yeah. All right, anyway, let's move on. Cool. Okay, I, I have some questions. I'm riddles. Okay, we're all ears. So... Uh, I'm, I'm in gonna, our thinking caps. Yep. I'm going to describe a movie. It's a man. 
Because you don't think about how the walker counts as a leg. That's right. Okay. Can I Actually, what is it? <laughs> I'm gonna describe. I'm gonna describe a movie, and you have to guess what movie it is. Okay. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Okay. And they're all apocalyptic movies. Oh, cool. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Nice. Okay. Sweet. So number one, adapted from a Cormac McCarthy novel, but 2009. Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. No, you can finish your, your thing if you want. Uh, what, 2009 film of the same name featured Viggo Mortensen on a long journey across the... Is that a good movie? I haven't seen it. Yeah. I read the book. The book is good. Yeah. Very depressing. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Josh is right. Um, number two. What 2011 Lars von Trier film featured Kristen Dunst and Charlotte Gainsbourg as sisters? Oh. One of whom prepares to get married as a rogue, get married as a rogue planet is on a collision course with it. Is it? I know the answer. Do you know it, Alex? It's not like mother, is it? It's not mother. That's something else. Um, that is. That's um, familiar. Jennifer Lawrence. Um, no. No, Here, she's in Gen something else. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I okay. forget the yeah. director. Hmm. The movie is Melancholia. Oh. Okay. You're correct. Number three, in what? In what was a breakout role, Cillian Murphy's character woke up from a coma in this 2002 Inception. To find the world overrun by All right, next copies. one. <laughs> oh, um, you know Cillian Murphy, zombies. Um, I believe it's pronounced Killian. Oh, <laughs> he's going to be Killian the zombies. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Zombie movies. Well, there's like World War Z, but that's got Brad Pitt. It's got a number in the title. Oh, 28 Days Later? Nice. Josh is pretty good at this. A Quiet Place Part 2 also has Killian Murphy. Oh, yeah. He's pretty good in there. Yeah. Okay, number four. Um, this 1978 zombie horror classic was one in a six-part series that started with Night of the Living Dead, and it survivors of the zombie outbreak barricade themselves in a suburban shopping mall. Hmm. I'm not big on zombie movies, but I believe this is Dawn of the Dead. I think that this one I think Josh is close but I think this one is actually Shaun of the Dead Ooh, you're Alex but it is Dawn of the Dead oh man okay. I was thinking of something different okay number five this 1985 film which features a cameo by none other than Tina Turner was the third in a series of dystopian action films hmm Alex do you know this one I do I man I'm I'm shooting blanks over here. <laughs> I got nothing. This one is uh, with, Mad Max with Timmy Beyond Turner. Oh, okay. I was Turner. thinking of something completely different. <laughs> yeah, it is Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Not Beyond the Thunderdome. <laughs> no, Beyond, Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> what is the Thunderdome? <coughs> that is where they fight. It's like a, a post-apocalyptic gladiatorial arena, Sounds and cool. Tina Turner is kind of the MC. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, number six. This one's kind of easy. This dystopian flick poses a future where humans are living in a simulated reality where their bodies are used as batteries. Matrix? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, number Whoa. seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come through. <laughs> Is Matrix 4 good or bad? It's pretty I bad. Did, 
I think it's pretty bad. It's bad? Okay. It's pretty bad. I cool. am something of a white Morpheus, <laughs> if you think about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What makes you say that? Because I'm cool. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> you should? Okay, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, number seven. This 1958 film shares the same name as the H.G. Wells novel on which it is based in the radio broadcast by actor and feature filmmaker Orson Welles. Oh. This one is... Um, you got it. You got it. Uh, Wart of the Worlds. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> Dang it. I got nothing. War of the Warts. War of the... Yeah. <laughs> nope. War of the Worlds. Yep. So this, there was an, there was an original one, and then there was the remake. I don't know. Cause there yeah. wasn't there like the, there Tom, the Tom Cruise. Cruise one. Yeah. Yeah. Was the original one the one where they had the radio ad, but people thought it was real? It was a radio play. Oh, okay. And because of the nature of radio. Like, they had yeah. to take radio broadcasts as part of the play. I see. Which supposedly people thought were real. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've read that, like, the whole, oh, people thought this was real yeah. was kind of overblown. Yeah. Like, no one actually thought it was real. Yeah. I don't know to what degree they actually, anyone actually forgot. Yeah. Like, did people think that Buck Rogers was real? <laughs> yeah. Back then, or whatever else like, they had. People weren't stupid. That's yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. They're just as smart as we are yeah. now. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. Number eight. This 2008 film by M. Night Sh- Sh- Shyamalan shares its defining apocalyptic event with Bird Box, but no one knows what's happening. Oh. So you can't see. No one knows Something what's happening. Bird box. Is that a clue? So that's when she covers her her eyes. No, Alex. I think he's giving us a clue. Oh, okay. In the que- in the question. Oh. He said no one knows what's happening. Oh, is it called the happening? Is it the happening? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. I think that every movie should be called the happening <laughs> because when you think about it, it kind of describes every movie. Yeah. Yeah. Food for thought. I mean, it did happen. Yeah. Okay, um, number nine. This 1998 disaster movie had Aerosmith in heavy rotation with their hit song, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Incidentally, the film featured Steven Tyler's daughter. Oh. <laughs> it's not Lord of the Rings. It's not That Thing You Do. <laughs> what else is she in? Other Tyler movies. 98. Um, that makes me think of, like, Independence Armageddon. Day. Oh, Armageddon. You are correct, Josh. Nice. Okay, last... No, I didn't know that the Aerosmith song was in it. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 10, last one. Uh, Don Draper takes his son to see this 1968 classic in an episode of Mad Men. The film features one of the most iconic scenes in 1960s cinema when, in film finale, the main character approaches the ruins of the Statue of Liberty. Um. Oh... It's uh, Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Dang. Got all, all right. Got yeah, all good job. That was fun. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, anything else um, notable? 
think that about does it. That about covers um, it. We might have another Apocalypse one next week, or yeah. we might be on to a new series. Yeah, what did we talk about doing next? I think we were either going to do... We were thinking about doing, like, movie directors. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I, I also <laughs> um, had a thought of doing uh, bands. Oh, yeah. Those would both be good. Yeah. Or we could, like, Possibly. switch off, maybe. Yeah. Do something like that. Cool. All right. We'll look forward to that. We'll be back next week. We're back home from our swimming trip. I mean, our, our skiing trip. Our skiing trip. Not a swimming trip. Um, a swimming trip is what all the fish went on. Right. On the ark. And when the yeah. gorillas decided that, because they can just decide at any time if whether <laughs> they want to leave or not. Right. So on the Ark, they they went on if they wanted to go on a swimming trip, then they would they could have. You know, they could go out a little bit, come back. <laughs> yeah, come back. Go for a swim. They just have to, get back on. you know, swim. We don't know how fast this boat was. Speed wasn't yeah. part of the. Yeah. Well, we don't know how fast gorillas could swim either. Yeah, that's true. We don't know what propelled the boat at all. Maybe it was gorillas. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was gorillas pushing it. <laughs> We don't know the upper limits of how fast their breaststroke is. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been just one gorilla. We don't know. We do not know. Um, Yeah, maybe it was a water dinosaur. Um, Yeah. Um, You have to wonder how many gorillas there are out there right now thinking, all right, do I want to escape right now? I don't know. Maybe I'll think about it again in an hour. Because they yeah. do have bananas here. They do have bananas. We don't know if they have bananas outside. Let me let me, let me, me kind of chew it over while I do this Rubik's Cube. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> if I weren't cursed by these godforsaken muscle fibers. <laughs> All right, anyway, we'll be back next week. Class dismissed.